Jail won't fly with me. You might as well open the jail door and wave Leroy Lincoln out to kill another kid. I won't have it. Tell the district attorney to go back and try again. The ADA rubbed a hand across his chin. With all due respect, Judge Carson, if the district attorney and the public defender agree on the deal, I don't understand your problem. My problem, Mr. Weaver, Delia Carson said in clipped tones that compressed her Texas drawl, is putting a dangerous criminal back on the streets where he can hurt innocent people. Delia tossed her copy of the agreement across her desk. We've been through this too many times over the past year. I don't care if the docket gets backed up the rest of my term trying criminal cases the DA thinks ought to be settled. If Sam Dietrich wants things concluded out of court, tell him to negotiate a sentence that will let me sleep nights. Look, Delia, don't start, Frank, Delia warned, rising irritably from her wooden swivel chair. She thrust an agitated hand through her hair. And it's Judge Carson in chambers when I'm wearing this robe, even if we are alone. Frank stuck his papers back in his briefcase, closed it, and stood, waiting to be dismissed. He was looking at her now. She was afraid he saw too much. She turned away from him and took a few steps to the seventh-story window that overlooked Court Street in the center of downtown Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Supreme Court building where Delia worked, a monument in marble and mahogany, had been built in 1958 with as much artistry and as little public acclaim as Studebaker's Golden Hawk Coop. Below her, a statue of Christopher Columbus stood amid ice-laden, newly-laid cobblestones in front of the courthouse. Come spring, the brown patches would be grass, but it looked stark and barren now. Delia missed the mild South Texas winters. She missed... Delia caught herself before she could remember too much. It was never safe to remember. A few hardy souls bundled up against the January cold in trench coats and wool scarves scurried like industrious ants across the plaza to the municipal building around the corner. ADAs heading back to the Muni building from the criminal courts building could be seen detouring through the Brooklyn Law School. It had the cleaner toilets. Right now in South Texas, Delia thought, the earth would be warm. The live oaks that never lost their leaves would be rustling in the ever-present wind. The picture of one tree, one great old live oak with two people standing beneath it, appeared before her. Her heart began to race, and she forced away the troubling image. Delia turned to face Frank Weaver, leaning her palms on the inside window ledge, feeling the morning sun, the only sunlight she got all day, heat up her black judicial robe through the wooden Venetian blinds. She let her gaze travel the length of the rumpled-looking man before her. She and Frank had worked together when she had first started in the DA's office eleven years ago. The two of them had been on investigative duty together for six months, working twenty-four-hour shifts every third or fourth day, spending nights sleeping on futons in the Muni building when they got to sleep. Usually they were woken and called out for a ride to the police station or occasionally the scene of a crime when there had been a felony with a victim or a child molestation. She had been the young D.A. and Frank had been senior. She had followed him around learning how to make sure the police collected sufficient legal evidence for an indictment by the grand jury. She had watched Frank and realized he cut corners. He was neither scrupulous nor ambitious. She was both. She had left Frank behind in the ten years she had steadily risen to prominence in the Brooklyn D.A.'s office. 
Delia had learned in the years since she had become a Supreme Court judge that it was necessary to keep herself distanced from her former colleagues, if she was going to do her job right. Sometimes, like now, it was awkward. Perhaps a little less formality was what she needed in this situation. Delia sighed. What is it you want, Frank? The DA wants you to lighten up. You've been putting him through hoops with these plea bargains, and he wants it stopped. I know I'm probably not the right person to be confronting you about this, Frank said, but Sam knew we worked together, and... Frank paused. A dark flush stained his throat above his permanent-pressed polyester cotton blend collar and the loosened knot of his paisley tie. He figured we probably had an affair that would give you an extra edge in negotiating, Delia finished for him. That had happened too frequently with a male-female investigative duty matchup for it not to have been.